A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, welcome back to Swiftish. This is Shelby. And this is Ashley, episode eight. I know. Yeah, we were thinking we were just gonna be doing a Swift episode, mm-hmm. um, talking about a secret session, the drama, the leaks. Of course, of course. But then Taylor dropped another bomb on us. Oh, which is perfect because yes. it's always time to record. And we got the Vogue issue. Yes, I know. It was so exciting. I feel like it was a good week. I feel like Mm -hmm. the anticipation's really building for me finally. Like, it feels like a new album's coming, and I'm excited, and I'm on board. (laughs) Have you ever not been on board for this album? Oh, yeah. I mean, after me, I was sort of like... What is coming? What? And then You Need to Calm Down was definitely fun, but I was sort of like... I wonder what a whole album would be like sounding like this or whatever. And then the Archer, we had our scare where I was sort of like, ew, I hate this. And now I like love it. Yeah. So it's been building. You know, what's really interesting is that if you guys follow us on Twitter at all, you guys have seen our husband's favorite songs. And me was one of my husband's favorite songs. I was so surprised about that. And I was like, well, what about Archer? And he was like, when she sings it acoustic or live, I'm sure I'm going to love it. He's like, it's a really deep song, but all the bubble, cotton, fluffy <laughs> bits of it. He's like, I, it just got lost. So it, him and I kind of feel the same way. Right. Except for I think I, I fall in love with Lover. Yeah. Um, you know, the whole album and Archer. Right. More, and he's just kind of like, meh. Didn't even remember, yeah. remember me. I yeah. The name <laughs> me. Like, yeah. That's like the most. It's like the main part of the song, too. It's yeah. just. And granted, I did ask him, I think, when he was, like, getting ready and his mind yeah. just wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah, but it was, it's pretty funny to, to step back and remember, like, oh, our husbands are sort of stuck in this world, but do they really care about this world? <laughs> I mean, I would say yes, they do, because they care about us. Yeah. Um, and they yeah, have dressed up as a snake. Yeah. <laughs> I would say he I, he loves Taylor. I think yeah. he's just not lost in all the detail. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what it was. He picked some good some and good songs. And he was really yeah. confused about your post. Oh. Because um, he read it. But I also prefaced this with he did not know what Stan meant. Oh, mm-hmm. And he does not know, well, he now knows now, what DM means. Oh. <laughs> so he was really confused and he was hung up at the, when I showed him the post. And he said, what does it mean that, you know, should we lose our rights? <laughs> And then 12 hours later, we were at dinner, and he goes, I'm still confused. What does it mean that we lose? Is it like a Shelby thing, or is it a Twitter thing, or what is it? I'm like, it's just like a fun, it's catchy just like a, a I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably playing too young into our into our Twitter audience, but still, it's just a thing people I didn't get say. Up on, do they yeah. Lose, should they lose their rights? <laughs> yeah, it's just a phrase. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to explain it. I don't want to age <laughs> if, myself. If you need to try to, if you need to have it explained to you, yeah. then we shouldn't be explaining <laughs> it to you. Yeah, exactly. You don't deserve to know. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> but, I mean, this is a big, um, this is a big week because it's all the week. secret sessions happened in a single How week. Has it happened that back to back Oh, no, before? no, no. It was crazy fast and it was... Because our last episode, we talked about how they hadn't happened yet. No, they happened. Yeah, and there was sort of a leak of, like, the dates or whatever, and we were like, 
well, maybe she's not doing them this year. Mm-hmm. But, and so there was some drama about that because she had to cancel one because of safety yeah, issues. Yeah. But all in all, she only did three. Three. She only did yeah. three. And ha- ha- she, I feel like she's done more than three. Mm-hmm. She oh, didn't yeah. do New York. Yeah. She didn't do Rhode Island, which we will get into later of why she didn't do Rhode Island. And how she done more than one in oh, yeah. a city. She did two in London and two yeah. in LA last year, I think, yeah. last um, era. So, like, that's all, it just makes you wonder. Also, maybe she was, because we do know that she has told people, like, you need to be quieter about this. You yeah. To, don't direct quote me, because she was, she was sitting there and she was like, um, you know, people directly quoted me last time, and it's not even what I said. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, just got, like, misconstrued and everything like that. Right. So, it's very interesting to see, like, you know, she, she did it probably within a short time frame and closer. I know way closer to the album way release date because she didn't want as much Leaks. rumors yeah. to happen evenly. Huh? Yeah. But if we can get into them, you know, August 2nd mm-hmm. was the London one. And there was like already, like, I think like at the beginning of the day, everyone was like, oh, secret sessions are happening I know. today. Or maybe it was the leak. Yeah, I think it must have been like the Reddit post had said that they'd start that day. I never saw the original like quote unquote leak of the dates and locations. And then I'm like, who would who could have done it? If you're invited to like a secret session in LA and someone else invited to secret session in London, are they talking to each other and telling each other like, oh, I'm invited? Right. There have also been like reports on Twitter that a few people would be like, hey, I'm going to the London Secret Session. Are you going to this secret session? And the person mm. who initiated the conversation lied. Oh, so it yeah, could have yeah, been someone yeah. targeting specific people. Because <laughs> there were certain people on my feed, this guy named Peter, who I was like, oh my gosh, he's been liked and retweeted by Taylor Nation so many times. He's meeting Taylor. So like, it's easy to kind of see based off of Taylor right. Nation's like interactions on their hit list that yeah. <laughs> person's going to like i'm going to target that person to see, see like, yeah oh you know i got invited i just want to like see who else and it's also afterwards too people were targeting those swifties who had said they were yeah. there being like, i was there too oh my gosh track five was amazing or you know <laughs> so shady very clever very yeah. very dishonest but. yeah yeah but, but. <laughs> you know, it was just really interesting on the london one you know she had invited hong kong fans and um, fans from japan and mm-hmm. part of me was like hmm like did they pay for their tickets and oh, yeah. Nation help them pay because it's an expensive like just expensive to have to yeah no i mean i think people were talking about that they're like taylor has so much money she should help this is like such an elitist group that can afford these last minute tickets she should help her lower class like fans be able to afford them. But I think there's just huge liabilities. Like she would be responsible for them the instant they got to the airport oh, and then everything yeah. up to it. And so she can't babysit them from right. that point. Yeah. And so I think it just would be open up to a lot of liability if she was flying yeah. fans in. Yeah. And like a lot of fans too that they've reached out to had to decline because mm-hmm. they couldn't get a visa and yeah. they couldn't get all that stuff. Yeah. Time. So like she wasn't like moving mountains right. to get people there. She was yeah. like, they can make it, they can make it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think, I mean, I get the complaint. Like it'd be so sad to be one of those fans and realize mm-hmm. you can't go. But it's also like, I mean, what do you expect Taylor to do? Like she can't. She can't make an exception because then other people would be mad, mm-hmm. and so then she'd have to do it for everyone, and then that would just be if anyone like got. And she'd in. go bankrupt. Yeah, 
Or if anyone got injured or anything or there was an accident, then she'd be liable because it was like her event. She paid for them. And what we usually see is when people say, no, they can't go. You usually see her sending them packages, right. Taylor Nation sending them packages, sending them like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Right. What can we want yeah. to send you something? Yeah. And like rep session, I mean, the secret sessions are like, they're such an amazing experience, obviously, and probably like the ultimate thing that could happen. But that's not the only way Taylor goes out of her way for fans. Yeah. So it's like. Exactly. And these people who can't go, maybe they'll end up meeting her in like the lover lounge right. or whatever you have. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but the instant the secret session starts, it's just like this little jealousy in your heart. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Because then you also, because then you have people who like in London, because when once London pops up, you're kind of like, okay, it's London. Yeah. Okay. Like, I couldn't go to London because, like, oh, why, would, no. why would they target me? I'm, <laughs> right, not, right, I'm right. not there. Yeah. But I was like, New York, Nashville, LA. I, I can Rhode go to Island, all of LA. Yeah. Like, okay. And then you have people, like, people have been, like, in London, like, they contacted me three weeks before. I know. Like, okay. Mm. I know. <laughs> but I feel like this era is so, like, I felt totally different about Secret Sessions in the last era. Last era, I was, like, beginning you know, to be a, a Twitter stan. Uh-huh. All of my people who I followed or became mutuals with were all being invited. And I like had this glimmer of hope, like, oh my gosh, we have this podcast. Like maybe it could be, you know, pe- people are talking about us. Maybe, maybe, uh-huh. maybe. And then nothing happened in this era. I'm like, you know, like just because I, someone follows me on Twitter, I follow someone on Twitter. Like we're not best friends. Like, right. We're on the same group. Yeah. I'm like, uh, like there, the there odds was, are very, very slim. Exactly. Yeah. Very slim. And that's, that's the that's what's hard about being on Twitter is that, like, <laughs> people you you know and interact with are getting like, right. recognized and you're like oh well I talked to them maybe they saw <laughs> maybe they see me so this I just took it as like let's see what's coming yeah and I wasn't I wasn't disappointed I was more excited mm-hmm. um, but it was fun to you know just see oh that, yeah all I could see so hyped except right after the London one. That's like when the major leaks happen, and I was like, "Man, this is why we can't have nice things," you know. But part of me thinks because was that when Perez Hilton like uh-huh. did his stuff. Part of me thinks because like I, everyone assumed, I would assume that if I was Taylor and Perez was constantly leaking my stuff, like this isn't the first time, constantly concept, constantly talking about me, like that I would just blacklist him. But she hasn't. Someone posted like all these like photos from like the past thirteen years of her with him. She invited him to rep, like all this stuff. So part of me is like, does she, like first off, you want to drag the the Swifty who who did that? You're, mm-hmm. Why did they do that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, but second off, I'm like, is it someone from Taylor's team, or is it Taylor <laughs> knowingly like kind of putting bits and pieces? Because from what I've gathered, like I mean, we're not going to say it. Oh yeah, because. I if you're no listening spoilers. to this, the only thing I'm going to say is that he, so he, in his first spoiler article, he listed three songs. Oh, okay. And of those three songs, the man was on it. Okay. Which we all know that the man's on there. And then, on another article, he listed like 18 songs. Oh. 18 tracks that like um, a Tumblr user had gone on all these like, like these rumors and these like spilled leaks and she compiled the track list which he wrote down even links to that Tumblr post which has now been deleted <laughs> and um lover was oh, on it too okay. which 
I like I know Reputation didn't have a Reputation song. Right. 1989 didn't have a 1989 song, but Fearless did, mm-hmm. and so did Speak, Speak Now. now. Yeah. So I'm not too shocked about a Lover title. Right. So I'm just wondering because I I looked at that. I I, I well <gasps> I, I was doing I was doing research, <laughs> but under the premise that I'm not spoiling anything for anybody yeah. here, but Lover and the Man were on both on the right. Lines. Yeah, I mean, some sessioners were really mad at Perez, so it made it seem like it was real, and some were like, this isn't even true, so I think it's like... But we've seen that in the past, right? Of people <laughs> being like, this isn't true, this isn't true, <laughs> Taylor herself, and it being true. Yeah. And a lot of people are dragging him. I think he has a Tumblr account, mm-hmm. too. A lot of people are dragging him on Tumblr, and he was like, something someone said, you, like you terrible you like I can't believe you do right. this and he was like of course I'm gonna do this like this is my <laughs> job we're talking about so yeah take it as you will maybe Taylor knows maybe Taylor doesn't maybe Taylor doesn't yeah. care because it drums up buzz for her <laughs> and it's so close it's like two weeks away right and we'll, we'll be yeah. able to see like how accurate that yeah. was yeah and I think she's definitely loosened her grip on like that controlling like she wants to have everything in place, no leaks, leaks make her cry sort of thing that mm-hmm. has been felt through last eras. Yeah. Because she just seems a lot more chill this Because she's era. drunk yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not saying drunk that. Drunk Taylor. Drunk Taylor is the best Taylor. Taylor whipping yeah. her hair. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, like, these secret sessions, mm-hmm. does she tell true secrets or is it just kind of stuff that we'll all find out anyways? I think it's stuff that we'll all find out anyways. Like, one of Taylor Swift's favorite songs is on this album. Right. Like her favorite song is on Lover. Ooh. So, I know. It's exciting. It's very exciting. And then, so we'll go, so we just went to August 2nd, August 4th and 5th. I say 4th and 5th because <laughs> it ran over. They got oh, there. So people got there on the 4th and secret sessions didn't end till 5 a.m. on the 5th. I know. They got there wild. at 4 p.m. on the 4th. Yeah. And then it ended at 5 p.m. on the yeah. 5th. 13 <laughs> hours of Taylor yes. Swift. Now we do have to say we, um, the reason why this supposedly happened was because Rhode Island, due to security mm-hmm. re- uh, issues, because all that stuff was leaked, yeah. got nicked. So I think she made accommodations for those Swifties to come to um, the you know, Nashville. To come to Nashville. But I'm wondering, like, if you met Taylor, do you just leave? So were yeah. all Swifties there the whole time, or they were just no? Like, they select? like bust them out as they're okay. done. Okay. But some people fell asleep at Taylor's. Oh, yeah, because they like, were, like, waiting in line. <laughs> so when they were saying, at first, when I when people were saying, oh, my gosh, I just had a sleepover at Taylor's, I'm like, she had a sleepover? Yeah, like but slumber party? I'm like, you, you, like, yeah. you envision what song is it, uh, we are never, ever getting back yeah. together. You envision, like, that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. slumber party? But then you realize, okay, they were there for so right. long. You know, Taylor, and Taylor just came back from, everyone's applauding Taylor because she just came back from London, must have been so exhausted. I but, know. But she was still, like, I think she's still she must be on head. something, you yeah, know. Yeah, something. <laughs> but the, you know that was really exciting. People fell asleep like they were giving them towels because they were by the pool, <laughs> and it, it. She must have been exhausted. Everyone else must have been exhausted. I know. Yes. And then on August sixth, you had LA. So it was the second, fourth, fifth, sixth, and <laughs> on this crazy. one, you know, Taylor always has like her friends that uh-huh. are invited. You know, you had Abby, I think, in Nashville last year. Mm-hmm. And then in LA last year, you had Jack, Ruby, and I don't know which, but one of the Hyam sisters. Uh-huh. And so this year, we had Jack Antonoff. And I haven't heard of anybody else, have you? No. Okay, just heard of Jack, Jack yeah. Antonoff. And everyone was like, it's so Oh, weird. she did have the photographer at one of them. Oh, I think. I think that must have been the LA one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... I my research. Code. Yeah. <laughs> but it was exciting because she met, like, the... The original, the OG oh Swifty, Holly. I can't believe, 
and everyone's been um, campaigning mm-hmm. for that. Everyone's yeah. been tweeting about it because yeah. this girl, like, you see her, I think it's, like, in Pennsylvania. I think it's, like, 2003 or something. Yeah, and super, super, you know, like, you know, you have that midriff with, like, yeah. the low-rise um, jeans. Yeah. And, like, she's wearing that, um, everyone knows, it's just a classic photo. She's wearing that butterfly uh-huh. tank top, and there's that little girl with her. And she yeah. her back. And it was, like, before she was... Big. Before she was signed, before she was famous, she just had like a homemade CD almost. Yeah, like. and she was kind of like <laughs> on like a little stand where she was singing. Yeah. And I was kind of like, wait, Taylor, but I thought you weren't meeting anyone. <laughs> what is that? She's already, She's met, already you. met you. What Did? about the rule? Give me my chance. <laughs> apparently the rule has changed. Yeah. And we don't know. Matter. We can't really like... I know. We have no idea, but apparently if she's met you last era, she can't meet you this era. So It's like every two eras. So if I met Taylor in 1989, I can meet her again in the Lover Lounge. Yeah. So I think that people are just like, okay, it's gonna <laughs> Which happen. Which is like, that's that's a direct quote of Taylor's that you're putting out in the universe, and now people are saying it's Bible, and it's like... And now I'm like, I'm never gonna meet Taylor. <laughs> First off, like, I'm only getting older, yeah. and those secret sessioners are just getting younger and younger. <laughs> Like, oh. Well, the ones we see on Twitter are getting younger. But there's actually, like, a bunch that are older. But there are are a lot of people on Twitter who are like, what about us? I'm I'm even a part of, like, this group chat on on Twitter, and it's called, like, the Lost Swifty. I'm like, I am lost. But it's, like, and it's also kind of cool because it's people my age who are, like, talking about, like, I don't know, their babies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, my corgi. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can totally relate. I can totally relate. I was a nanny once. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was really exciting to kind of, you know, hear little tidbits about Taylor, like how much she, you know, she loves Gossip Girl. She thinks mm-hmm. Blair's iconic, which, I, have you ever watched Gossip Girl? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, I assume you would. Love Gossip Girl. Yeah. I'm more of a, a Serena oh, kind nice. of girl. Yeah. But that's just me. Yeah. Um, and Taylor has like 40 board games, including, which I think you would like because of your podcast, um, Stranger Things Not Believe. I know. I I think we're going to buy that. It's very expensive. And because I don't think it's coming out yet. No. Okay. They'd announced it earlier. So I was glad to see she had it. Yeah. She had it. And so, you know, she probably has probably part of those 40 board games. She probably has another Monopoly. So yeah. You know, <laughs> She must love Stranger Things. Yeah, we're finding out good facts, Will, but it seems like... Is this an Easter egg? Will she be in the next season <laughs> of Stranger Things? She loves acting now. Yes, But does. I am. I feel like this era, and probably because she was like, don't talk about this at all, but there haven't been as much details. <laughs> People are pulling for Yeah, and so you get to like... Try and get real, real, Yeah. Sorry, I'm interrupting. No, you. no, no. You try to get... They're trying to get like... Um, they're being like really coy about things they're like oh my gosh guys i can't say anything but there's this one track that taylor had to leave the room it was so emotional and i'm like wow like like i just like either tell us more or don't tell us anything you know i'm like (laughs) if this is at rhode island if this is at the nashville one did she just have to pee yeah i guess forever long like i guess all the sessioners have said this and someone said it was track 10 i was was doing my research there's one song (laughs) That I think I know what it is. Uh, no spoilers. Can I tell you after this? <laughs> I am just going to wait for two weeks. No, I don't want... Because you know. <laughs> I don't know, though. I think yes, I know. Do. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> but anyways, the point is, they've really done a good job of not saying anything of substance. So I'm just ready for the album But giving us so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just letting uh, us know they were there. Yeah, and that, and that Taylor has a million... Track. Sandal 26 candles everywhere. <laughs> yeah. 
And so uh, some people know that I'm going to release week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to fly on the 21st and I'm going to leave like that Sunday. Um, but so what that means for me and for you is that I, we're not doing a release party. I know. Which will save me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> in the Because you guys, I go all out. Yeah. And um, a lot of headache and a lot of thinking of like trying to keep up with stuff. Yeah. Because at that point when I bought, when we like, my friend put me on her buddy path, I was like, I don't know what I would do for this. I have ideas of what I would do, but it'd be so expensive. And then so we got the tickets. And then she did her... Uh, all of her like lover whatever it's called secret sessions yeah and she has a custom um lover m&ms which i oh, did yeah. for a rep so that's <laughs> fine and then she had the cookies which i could directly yeah. copy yeah you know send in a photo to my baker and then the, the rice krispie treats totally oh, yeah. like, there's so many yeah. things that like i could have pulled for coulda woulda shoulda but <laughs> you know this will be way more fun it'll be way, way more fun i'm sad that we're not doing it but like you said, we did get a lot of details on Lover. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just—I don't know where to go from this. Like, I know. I mean, it's exciting. It's like this is really happening. And this yeah. week, she has a bunch of appearances. She's doing the Teen Choice Awards today, mm-hmm. and then I think is next week the GMA concert, and then the VMAs. It's on the twenty second. Yeah. So I wonder if she's gonna do like. Because we know she has a music video out there. I wonder if another single is going to be dropped. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of the secret sessioners said, they basically said that, like, um, Lover is, like, 1989 production, but with new elements, very romantic lyrics, like, kind of, like, speak now, with a little hint of fearless. (laughs) So I'm kind of like... I just don't trust them. Like, they're coming from such a high that it's, like... Well, when you have, like, um, like I mean, they said gorgeous cut glass, you know? (laughs) Yeah. When they said me... Um, me kind of reminded me of, like a little shake it off, and right. then you have um, well. Archer. Well, well, <laughs> just with like the, the the different, like when you listen to it at first, you're like, "What is this?" And when right. you had shake it off, you're like, "What is this?" It's like it was introducing a whole new sound, right. a whole new like album. And then you had Calm Down, which I'm like, "What is this?" And then Lover kind of like drew you back to Taylor's, you know, her roots of like right. her songwriting and like the yeah. depths you can go into. So that's why I'm like, okay, like you have the bops, and a lot of people said like, you know, you have the bops, and then you have oh. And, yeah, so the Dear Anna, um, if anyone watched that video, Taylor asked, she asked Anna, she was like, so what music would you play in the background? And Taylor's like, of a dinner party, because, for instance, I would play, you know, like, 60s, um, you know, pop boy band and Dean Martin music, (laughs) which kind of made me think, I was like, everything she says is calculated, especially for this. (laughs) So, and and all these singer sessioners will know, so Carolyn, I'm talking to you, because I know you listen to our podcast, and you're there. She's a, one of our, our listeners. She went so excited. But I was kind of thinking, is it going to be kind of like, because Dean Martin is kind of like a thing, the Frank Sinatra, you know, like, you know, the ballads. So uh-huh. it's going to be like the Beatles mixed with like Frank, Frank Sinatra kind of feel, like different songs. I don't know. I know. It's going to be like Red where it's like all over the place. <laughs> Sonically incohesive. Which, my favorite album. Yeah. But like I said, Carolyn... <laughs> and so when I saw Carolyn go, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm back. Give me the no. secrets. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, we need to have you on this podcast. Yeah. You need to tell us the dirt yeah. after it's released. Exactly. But since, you know, I kind of, we kind of segued into the Vogue covers. I know. It's exciting. So um, I woke up, I guess it was Thursday or Friday? Thursday. 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 And she was on the Vogue cover, the September issue, which is their biggest issue. Yeah. And, like, the beginning of it was a lot of the author going through her past. 
it's kind of like leading up re- you know readers who, do, who aren't you know up on <laughs> in the know Taylor culture like <laughs> us and w- with a little you know a little like hint of her own um her own opinions right which a lot of her own opinions too where I was we are, I, I don't know about you, but I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yes. So you knew it wasn't a bias. It wasn't right. like she was like, oh, because you've seen some of those articles where it's, you know, they're against yeah. the author. Right. But we know because, you know, Taylor Swift is super liberal now <laughs> that everyone loves her. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was good to like, you know, have like a refresh. I know. So that going directly. Very informative. In, very informative. <laughs> like then going directly into like. Yeah. Cancel culture. Exactly. And, like, why she didn't really, like, publicly, you know, support Hillary. Like, all this yeah. stuff. And so, it's, like, it's good to... Because, like, us, we would have opened to that in the beginning of Taylor Swift explaining herself and being like, yes, 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 yeah. yes. But we needed the background. Right. Yeah, no. It was very informative and much more wide-reaching than I thought it would be. You mm-hmm. know, like, usually it's like, oh, here's how I wrote Lover. But this is, like, here's the history of Taylor Swift, which yeah. is what she deserves. Yeah. But, I mean... She talks about a lot in it, though. Like, it covers so, so much. much. <laughs> so did you like this? Like, did you like this interview? Did you enjoy it? I did. I liked it. I mean, the first thing that you think of when you, you know, the photo that was going around was mm-hmm. um, of her pointing. Yeah. And uh, you kind of knew it was going to be political. You kind of knew right. that she was going to, you know, she wants you to <laughs> read this article to learn more about it. Right. Know, Maybe a little opinions that people aren't well aware of. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really liked hearing... She wasn't defending herself. She wasn't being a victim in any way, which some right. people might say she was. But all of like the things she talked about, the cancel culture, um, elections, being political, LGBTQ supporting, was really just like you didn't look at it from her point of view. Yeah, it just felt kind of matter of fact. Yeah, and it was like, oh... Okay, it wasn't as simple as we thought it would be. It wasn't right. as simple as tweeting a support for Hillary. Because, you know, we know that Taylor's calculating. Uh-huh. That, I'm saying that in a bad way. It's not a bad way. We know that she's always a couple of steps ahead of us. Right. She thinks things through. So, like she said about, you know, not publicly endorsing Hillary at the mm-hmm. time, she related it to how she was already going through that cancel culture. She was already going through... Yeah. People saying she's a liar, and then they would directly relate that like, oh, look at these two liars, right. like these two nasty, nasty women. women. Yeah, you know, like it just it, it's kind of like I didn't, I never looked at it that way, right. and I'm sure no one else looked at it that way. Everyone was like, come on, support Hillary, support Hillary. Like right. you're you're like the Republican, and you're like <laughs> you don't want gays to have their right. right. So definitely, you brought it yeah. more in light. I just didn't think of it in that light, and I never have. Yeah. But, um, so it's, like, this article was interesting because it did just, like, cover all the bases. And I think, um, what was funny is, like, it starts out with the author saying, like, it seemed pretty obvious that Taylor didn't want to be there. Like, she was having about as much fun as having a root canal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But that she was polite and open and sharing her thoughts. And And so... Part of it was because of, I think that Arthur went in leading on, like, taught, like, tell me about why, right. why all these, like, sensitive Yeah, things. like, how come you didn't support Hillary? <laughs> how come, like, why are you now becoming, like, an ally for the LGBT community? Right. Because, like, of course she's like, oh my gosh, why do I have to talk about this? Like, why can't we <laughs> yeah. get to what I'm really here for? Yeah. I'm here for lover. Yeah. So, all those hot button like, issues. She's like, Taylor Swift was very polite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. But I mean, she did, I think one of the major pieces was this allyship and why she started speaking out about mm-hmm. it. Because some of the criticism this era has been like, oh, like you're just trying to sell your album. You don't care. But she told the story that Todrick had told before, which is that they were in the car or something a couple years ago. And he was like, what would you do if your kid was gay? And here she describes it as being like, shocked by this question and realizing she hadn't done enough to like prove her stance and she's like well he would just be gay like there's nothing about it and so I think it was an interesting aha moment because the author points out some of the past things she's done that sort of show her allyship and how she's donated to causes she had like um a gay kid in the mean music video and she obviously has that line in welcome to new york and so it's sort of been there in the background yeah and she has like so many friends like ruby rose like all these friends who like you know she's like really close with yeah hall so you know people just thinking of her actions right and so it's like it's interesting for her someone of her stature to have to be like oh wait i need to do more if people are actually like sitting here wondering about this and so she did more and i think that's like a good thing that's so easily twisted into like this oh she's just doing it for the dollars you Mm -hmm. know like which is unfortunate because I think we should be more embracive of people willing to own mistakes or like change and grow and you know yeah what I really liked about hearing this was from her side yeah so from like Todrick's side he was just so impressed like he's just like what do you mean he'd be gay right and he was just like wow yeah Just, like, this woman's amazing, like, he didn't expect that answer from her. And then on her side, she was like, wait, I'm like, I'm shocked he would even ask me this question. So kind of, like, showed, you know, from her point of view, like, what am I not doing? You know, because a lot of people, you know, you have those people who are like, you know, I'm not... I, you know, I'm not homophobe. I have gay friends. Right. And I'm not racist. I have a friend who's of this yeah. race. So you you have people who are going to use that as, like, right. the excuse. But it's like, yeah, you might. But, like, what are you doing? Right. What are your actions showing? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, like, this article focused a lot on the you need to calm down because the author was able to go to part of the movie <sighs> shoot and stuff. It sounded like it was a silent disco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I'm their headphones so in and they funny. were just, like, dancing. Yeah. <laughs> But um, she was sort of asked again, like, well, why didn't you speak up before this? Like, this, this, this. And she says something interesting, which is like, um, I didn't realize until recently that I could advocate for a community that I'm not a part of. It's hard to know how to do that without being so fearful of making a mistake that you just freeze. Because my mistakes are very loud. They echo through the canyons of the world. That's strong. Yeah. (laughs) And it is like, I mean, even this, people immediately took this quote and they're like, oh, she thinks, like, she admits that she's not part of the community. She's not bi. She basically comes out, quote unquote, as straight. But then she's in this music video that's singing about her problems too and putting herself as this part of the community. And it's like, it is easy to see, like, Mm -hmm. you can't do anything right, Mm -hmm. which isn't to like victimize like poor straight white people, but it's like... I can sense that, like, apprehension, and so it's, like, great that she's trying to own up to it more. Yeah, yeah, and I I get it. I think because the whole, the song as a whole really didn't scream, like, there are certain sections of You Need to Calm Down Mm -hmm. that were, like, you know, why are you mad? We could be glad, you know, the the people on the streets, but but then when you looked at the music video, that's when it was, like, screaming, like, like, she was an ally, and people were just, I don't know, people just can't. Be happy about and support I know. what she what she's doing. There has <laughs> to be something. Gonna, haters gonna hate, and I don't think this is a mistake that she's making right now. Right. But people are still making it, you know, 
echoes across the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then I really enjoyed the part in the article where it sort of explored the like sexism in the music industry and this double mm-hmm. standard. Well we've talked like mm-hmm. I, like we've talked about that since day oh, one. Yeah. We've talked about how like Justin Bieber, how mm-hmm. you know, Ed Sheeran can write these songs, mm-hmm. you know, just detailing their relationships, how they were um abused, you know, how they did wrong, you mm-hmm. know. Like, and so we've talked about that from day one. So to hear it from her mouth was just yeah. like of course, like this yeah. is like like, how are people shocked by what right. she's saying? And she was so, like, chill about it. She was so matter-of-fact. Like, it wasn't, like, snarky or petty or, like, how dare you not respect me as an artist. She's like, actually, I've been thinking about this a long time. And then she presents this, like, this, like, I don't know, this, like, aha moment where she's Eloquent. like, yeah. Oh. She's like, as a kid, no one cared. They're like, oh, how cute. Like, this little girl... And she describes it as, like, it's easy to infantilize a girl's success, but the second it becomes formidable, like, as soon as she started playing stadiums, when she started to look like a woman, that wasn't cool anymore. And she's like, I noticed it when Red came out and I had those crossover hits that people started, you know, deciding that I was I was a problem, like, I was just writing about these men and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think this was just so, like interesting and important to kind of talk about because it is true like when she was just the little girl with ringlets so cute yeah. she wasn't threatening right she wasn't really like, yeah, she wasn't coming for yeah she was like, just oh, talking about love yeah poor taylor kanye just stole her moment like give that little girl her mic back and if it had happened three years later they would have been like yeah kanye like you do that yeah she yeah. doesn't deserve this yeah. like you know she's playing the victim yet again like yeah, yeah. and she sort of describes it like how when she was in the industry as a teenager and people would talk about sexism, she'd be like, oh, I don't get that. Because she would think sexism is like... Men being mean. Right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And instead she's like, she realized like, Cause she oh. Because I think she like, she's like, Scott supports me. Exactly. Like, he's doing everything he can yeah. to get my music out there, not really realizing, you know, his intentions. Right. Yeah. And there's that famous quote from when she was like, I don't remember which album, but she was asked, like, oh, are you a feminist? And she's like, oh, no, I don't I don't believe in men against women. Like, I don't know. She just, like, wasn't catching what feminism she was. was. She, could, like, she has been doing whatever men could do. Yeah. And she hasn't seen, at that point, right. men pushing her back and men trying to take her success. Yeah. <laughs> she hadn't seen that because right. all of her success, they wanted to boost her up because mm-hmm. how she was succeeding was directly impacting them. So. Yeah. I totally get that. Exactly. And so it's so interesting to think of that switch and like to track that in her, in her, you know, favorability of people like, oh yeah, fearless, so cute, so good. And then red and it's like, and then also in red, because we, because like in fearless, we saw her, you know, sitting next to Nick Jonas, Mm -hmm. like, oh cute, oh so cute. (laughs) And then in red, we saw her like dating a mature man. We saw Jake, like she talked about, you know, like staying up late like yeah. you know she wasn't too sexual but yes. there were hints of yeah. you know of sex for sure there. yeah and so a lot of people were there were just like oh like yeah, yeah. which I like know. if a man would write a song like Justin mm. Bieber has gone from like baby baby to like talking <laughs> yeah. about like whatever I want I don't listen to his music but you know like yeah so it's just kind of like those are two perfect we've seen both of them grow up in the eye and like in the media's eyes and people are more like accepting of Justin exactly and oh, anyway so annoying but it was interesting too to have the author who's kind of like talking about her own experience like researching taylor's history and she describes this moment where she realized like that the 
Pitchfork magazine had not reviewed Taylor Swift's 1989, but they did review Ryan Tedder, Ryan mm-hmm. Adams' cover of mm-hmm. 1989, which just is such a perfect detail to pull out because it just encapsulates that double standard where men are worth celebrating and women's are just silly pop like ryan adams i like him but taylor swift was a bigger star than ryan Adams at the time oh yeah so it's just kind of like why go that route yeah and pitchfork is just (laughs) they're special they're special (laughs) but um taylor also mentions this and she's like this like thing about oh like well, careful, boys, Someone's gonna. she's going to write a song about you. And she's like, you realize it's, like, not easy to write a song, you know? <laughs> and I was like, you're right. It's, it's not. <laughs> what? I'm going to go home and write a song right now. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, can't you respect that, like, artwork of it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's not how it works. Like, I can't just use it as a weapon. But it's also, like, you never get at the men for doing, for using this inspiration. Mm-hmm. Which is such perfect timing because the weekend just broke up. Bella Hadid and him just broke up again. Mm-hmm. And again. on Twitter, everyone was like, oh, I'm so sad for him, but this is going to make such a great <sighs> album. And it's like, can you imagine, like, Taylor and Joe break up? Like, they've been together almost three years, and yeah. people would still make They're the gonna same They're going to be joke. like, oh my gosh, we're going to have another song yeah. breaking up with him. <laughs> yeah, this is so annoying. But that sort of brings us to the cancel culture cancel. element. I know, it's just... It's so sad. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she just can't really get away from it. Yeah. I'm trying to find the I'm trying to find the quote. I'm sorry. All right, so like one thing I'm talking about council culture is like and I, I feel like this at Lover, mm-hmm. everyone a lot of people on Twitter that, you know, the Stan Twitters, there's been quite a few accounts that have been cancelled. Mm-hmm. Um for doing, you know, silly mistakes on it's not you're not they weren't it was just, I don't know. It's like we're all human. Yeah, making like, you know, tweeting something before you're thinking about it. Taylor Swift's done that. Everyone's done that. I'm not going to pull out any like account names, but if you're listening to our podcast, you probably know what we're talking about because you've been on Twitter. Um, so I feel like this is like, this quote right here really needed to be let, like, let loose mm-hmm. for all the Swifties who have been, you know, all the other Swifties are canceling. Well, and, and Swifties love canceling other people. <sighs> yeah. It's like when we go to battle for Taylor or whatever like you want to Casey describe Musgraves, that. Casey Musgraves, yeah. for example. People are trying to cancel Casey yeah, Musgraves. Or putting, putting rats in scooter bronze. Yeah. Like, you know, we take things yeah. a little too far. So, so I think this been, is good for everyone. It's like good for them because they've it, it hit tone because some people haven't canceled <laughs> and it hurts them, but also we cancel everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but she was saying when you say someone is canceled, it's not a TV show. I mean, it's not like, not like Lost right. being like canceled, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's not coming back. Um it's a human being. You're sending mass amounts of messaging to this, this person to either shut up, disappear, or it could also be perceived as kill yourself. Right. So it's just kind of like, you just don't think of it. And like, you wonder, like, mental health is so tricky and so, like, fine line. And you just, right. you don't know what's, what you're going to say to someone that you, like, tweeted right. in a second that could really hit home with them and could cause them to do something that they normally wouldn't do. Right. I know that some people think that we're being a little bit too, um, I don't know, we're just, you know, hand-holding everybody, yeah. being too soft, too touchy-feely, but I feel like this is something that needs to be put out Right. There. You know, think before you speak, like, yeah. don't tell someone to go kill yourself, don't tell right. someone they're canceled, you know, you're tweeting at a human being, you know, you know, stayed in the street, that's a knockout, <laughs> stayed in a tweet, 
you it's know. a cop out. cop out. Well, and it's like interesting because this was the pull quote most like news sites used was sort of this idea that, oh, Taylor addresses the Kimye drama again or like Taylor brings up how it felt to be canceled by Kim Kardashian. And it's she like, didn't pull Kim's not at all. It. Yeah. I, the author of obviously addresses, yeah. gives context this conversation where she's like, I asked about the cancel gate of 2016 or whatever, which was a lot, a lot that was happening all at once. And of course it sort of came to a head with the Kim and Kanye videotapes, but it is like unfortunate that that's like the pull quote everyone got on Twitter because people weren't reading the article. They were reading these headlines. Yeah. And so they just imagined like, Oh, Taylor's sitting on her, on her Tribeca loft apartment, like whining about the Kardashians again, like grow up Taylor. But it's like, mm-hmm. if you read the article, she is actually grown up and she oh, yeah. isn't like emotional. She's not mad. It's not like she's like, this hurt me. She's talking about it in a broader sense. Yeah. And so it's just like unfortunate that we just continue to run with these sort of splashy headlines. It's, like, <laughs> she talks about cancel culture and you need to calm down. So it's not shocking that she's talking about cancel culture uh-huh. in here. And sadly enough, when Taylor sits down for an interview, a lot of people are going to bring up the Kimmy yeah. drama. Like that's why she'd rather go get a root canal than this. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the whole idea of like, oh, I wish she'd stop bringing it up. It's like, this isn't like Katy Perry on Carpool Karaoke talking about the Taylor Swift of it all. She's not name dropping. She's not going through details. Mm-hmm. She's just addressing a big thing that people will always associate with her, mm-hmm. always associate with her career. And like, it's important in this like transition from rep to lover to address that like history that brought her here. Because mm-hmm. she even says like, you know, it's strange to be America's sweetheart. And then having that taken away and realizing it's actually a great thing because that was limiting her to being America's sweetheart. And now she's been able to explore like the dark side through rep and kind of come out into the sunshine with Lover. Yeah. And she's like, uh, you know, she's being political. She's saying what she wants and no one's holding her back. And she's just like, today's the 14th and we are, no. Sorry. <laughs> Today's the 11th and we woke up to her being a little tipsy. Yeah, and, having know, a good time. Having a good time with her friends in a bar. Like, yeah. We would not have seen that three, four yeah, years ago. Yeah, when she ago. had to be the straight-laced, sweet girl yeah. in sundresses, yeah. you know? <laughs> so she's just kind of like, this is me. Like yeah. it or hate it. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Which is why we're so excited for Lover. Oh and she is too. I'm very excited for Lover. Yeah. It's going to be... It's going to be something good. Yeah. Well, she says this is, this might be her favorite album yet. And she describes it as a love letter to love in all of its maddening, passionate, exciting, enchanting, horrific, tragic, wonderful glory. (sighs) And so she's like, there's so many ways in which this album feels like a new beginning, which is exciting. Yeah. And I like this because like, just from what I've been thinking, I think it's not only a love letter, you know, she started from the beginning, the beginning of her, of of like the lover era she like started out with me right and then like it's not necessarily there's gonna be songs about joe on it like yeah you know, but it's not necessarily a love letter to a man like right. to her friends it's to her family it's to everybody so i'm to herself so i'm kind of right. excited because she's not it's not like you know back in it's not like romeo and juliet it's right it's gonna be like just an album about that yeah exactly because like, rep kind of sort simple. of like we felt like it followed this chronological timeline of her relationship whereas this Mm -hmm. feels a little bit more 
oh, this is about this sort of love, and this is about this sort of love. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. For yeah, it. Oh, we have less than two weeks left. I know. And so she does describe two songs and let the author listen to two songs. One was the man, which we knew about, which you knew about. Yeah, like every no, we, yeah. I hadn't heard about it. <laughs> But I'm really excited yeah. about it. She said that she, she, it was sort of a thought, a thought process where she's like, if I had made all the same choices, all the same mistakes, mm-hmm. all the same accomplishments, how would it have read if I was a man? Which I love. Yeah. And I mean, but didn't Beyonce already do this? Like, if I were a boy. <laughs> I know. Like, really? It's like technically, yeah. Stealing I mean, from Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> that is the question, but I think it's about two different themes, you know? Yeah. If I were a boy is about getting away with cheating on a girl. Whereas I think this is more about um, the double standard in her career and just the um, Do you social remember aspect of it. a few episodes ago when I was telling you that I looked at the music video Me Totally Different? Yeah. And I went through like all of these different, all the different yeah. musicals represented different stuff. And this is here, like, you know, equality. Yeah. And so I don't know if I was right. I didn't tweet about it. Maybe I did. I tweeted about it. I didn't post on Tumblr about it. I should have because maybe Taylor would have seen it. But, like, everything about what's, like, kind of coming up, like, all of those hot topics that she might be discussing, like, this just, like, reinforces yeah. that right there for me. Well, plus a couple of secret sessioners were like, oh, by the way, this scene in me where she's in the suit is a, a is an Easter egg for the man because she's uh, dressed uh, as uh. a man. <laughs> you guys. Ashley strikes again. <laughs> Which is, I'm excited for this song. I mean, Me too. she can end the patriarchy and it'll be like, you know, last era we got, if a man talks shit, then I owe him nothing. This era we get a whole song. So. Uh, I'm excited about yeah. that. <laughs> I'm excited. I kind of, I feel like it's going to be like a, what kind of beat do you? I think it'll be like a power. Power anthem. Like a, yeah. Yeah. Like we're never getting it back to yeah. her. Like yeah. kind of like. It's like something you want to blast in your car. Don't blame me. Pump your fist too. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for this. Yeah, we could be very wrong, though. And then one thing I'm really excited, I'm sure you're so excited about this, because everyone knows that Shelby's all about bridges. Yes. She loves to go to Bridge City. Yes. Um, and that's exactly what Taylor said about Lover. Yeah. She said, this is one of her favorite bridges. I Crazy. love a bridge. I was really able to go to Bridge City, which I love. Like, it's, it's like we're going to get kind of like the love story, like yeah. kind of feel about it. I think that, you know, we have Lover, or we have... um the archer but i feel like lover is going to like kick it out of bed yeah well i mean this is like the line that they were allowed to share in the article was my heart's been borrowed and yours been blue all's well that ends well to end up with you mm. isn't it like an exact opposite of all too well yeah she knew, like that wasn't all too she knew all too well it wasn't going to work all too right. well she couldn't calm and then yeah. here it's like all's well that ends well yeah ah it's wonder, just, just like do you know what track number this is Hmm, I don't. Okay. But I mean, I mean, yeah, it's exciting, and it, in the, I think it was described as sort of a classic Swish song, romantic and waltzy. And um, someone pointed out, like, wait, my heart's been borrowed and yours been blue. Something borrowed, something blue. And mm-hmm. Taylor liked it on Tumblr. And people have been singing photos, just a little bit. Like, is that a ring on her photo? Like in the fo- the, the Vogue photo shoot. Like, yeah. Oh, is um, is that a string on her right finger? Is that a ring on right. her right finger? So like, just, is she engaged? Is she married? Yeah, or on her ring finger? Sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And Ryan Tedder, who was a producer on 
rep or 1989. Yeah. He posted and then quickly deleted oh, a story about like of a save the date. Mhm. Mhm. And everyone's like, Ooh. I saw that. <laughs> "Oh, Taylor's getting married." But then a news source yeah. was like, "No, They're she's not up. engaged." No, but people somehow, and I don't know why they think this exactly, but someone said like, "Oh, tree stomped that rumor down." Because there was, like, this very quick response that sources say this is totally not true and Taylor is not engaged or married. But, I mean, it is a provocative little It's kind of like a portion of what could happen. Like, yeah. maybe they have been talking about yeah, marriage. exactly. I don't Ooh. know. And when we've been saying since, like, rep, is she married? Is she married? Is she married? Is she engaged? Is she engaged? And, like... Is she pregnant? <laughs> And I think every, every single time Taylor dates someone, Calvin Harris, mm. oh my gosh, are they engaged? Oh my gosh, he proposed. And she said no. And that's why there's an empty ring box. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's fun to speculate. Yeah. I just wonder how if Taylor, like, rolls her eyes. Like, no, no, yeah. no. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, even when you see that in me, where he has, like, the ring box. And she goes, no. Yeah. But, you know, that also sparked, like, is she engaged? Right. too. So yes. which of these two tracks are you most excited for? Oh my for? gosh, why are you picking on me like this? <laughs> I both of them. Because it no. sounds like both of them are going to be right times for separate occasions in my life. Like if I'm at work and I'm like, I need a female empowerment song, that's what I'm going to play. Yeah. If I'm like, if it's my anniversary uh, and I want to play Lover. Yeah. So I feel like it just depends. But right now, <laughs> I'm really excited about Lover because, Cute. you know, I mean... I think the man just, it's just really sad about how she's been like put through the ringer. I'm so stoked for the man. Yeah. I'm like, You're yes. just making me choose. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go with Lover right now because I'm sad about how, how it's feeling. But like, I'm yeah. telling you. No, they'll both be great. I'm sure we'll we'll be excited to do an episode about each I like of them. bops. Like, yeah. boppy songs better than like the, the ballads. Mm. I don't know why. Because I think like it just fits you. Well, I mean, I love All Too Well. That's my, yeah, my favorite yeah. song. But I feel like if I'm going to put something on in the song on right. a road trip and I want to like stay awake, yeah. I like, listen to those more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Two weeks. It's coming so soon. Less than two weeks. So people reacted to this article, of course, and some of it was like pretty, you know, negative, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And some people were like, oh, like this is nothing close to Beyonce September issue. Or like Jezebel's like, ugh, too little, too late. And there's the queer baiting and stuff, but you know what? It's just like, you know, it uh, doesn't really matter. Like, it's out there. And in a strange twist, people had to come to Taylor's defense because of our, um, I guess it's all part of our tea time this week. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I'm like sitting here being like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, because you had everyone saying Taylor's playing like the victim after this article and then Kid Rock who like, (laughs) wait, who? Who's Kid Rock? I don't... I Who's Kid Rock? But yeah. he tweeted out this, you guys. Yeah. Taylor Swift wants to be a Democrat because she wants to be in movies. Dot, 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 dot. Period. <laughs> and it looks like she will suck the doorknob off of Hollywood to get there. Holly Weird. Holly Weird. Whoa. To get there. <laughs> Oldest move in the book. Good luck, girl. <laughs> Signed, Kid Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. Signed, Kid Rock. Oh, my God. It was just wild. And I, I saw it, and I was like... What is he even saying? Like, who is this guy? Like, why does he care? He's a big Trump supporter. Yeah. Which, like, if you're a Trump supporter, whatever. But, um, 
he's just also kind of just out there. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I mean, but it kind of went viral and yes. everyone, like, in a strange so twist of fate, came to Taylor's defense. Yeah. Well, because also, like, this is exactly, like, it's such, like, a white male straight guy thing to do like he's like oh yeah like she yeah he just sexualizes her which like yeah. she's just talking about like that's what right that's what you know people are doing and she's just talking about the man yeah you know oh i know it was such oldest a weird book of the movie he's just trying to be more yeah. relevant by like slaughtering and slandering taylor swift yeah you know it's the oldest move in the book right oldest exactly book. but did you know that supposedly Casey's Musgraves lovely <laughs> um and Twitter got hacked and you know they didn't they didn't they yeah. didn't unfollow people they didn't post weird stuff there wasn't any like looking into DMs like pulling any like information <laughs> out they just liked that tweet well now she's saying that it was a doctored image because someone the thing I saw was she quickly deleted it but Casey Musgrave liked this tweet Okay, she went to she went from saying her account was hacked. She tweeted out that her account was hacked yeah. to saying it was a doctored image. Yeah, because she was like, I thought it was hacked until I realized it was a doctored image. But she said she was dealing all day with her phone, right. with her Twitter being attacked all day. She said she was working all day, like um, as in she wasn't around. Okay, I was like, she was working all day. Yeah. All day. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, yeah. And Casey Musgraves has had issues with Taylor for whatever reason. And she also likes stuff that, about yeah. Taylor on Instagram, right? And so, but she came out with this letter that was like, yeah, I don't, I didn't post that. You guys all know I'm super liberal. I would never like someone from something from that angle. Mm -hmm. And I talked to Taylor about it and we're all good. Okay. And Taylor herself liked that tweet. Good, good. You see so, people, bigger person. Stop, stop <laughs> canceling Casey. Yeah, exactly. Stop canceling her. Yeah, and it's like it's just a weird blip of this like Twitter sphere. It's like things happen so quickly and they're mm -hmm. over just as fast. And a lot of people like Chrissy Teigen came yeah. to her defense. A lot of other people came to her defense too. Which a lot was of great. Swifties were yeah. out there like <laughs> defending their queen. It was just, it was a moment. It was timely. Yeah. <laughs> It was proving her point. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, don't come for Taylor, you know? Like, don't pretend that she's not working hard and she couldn't be in movies without being a Democrat because yeah. she totally could. She's been a huge success. Like, she's at the top of her game right now, so. And like, just because she's in Cats, that means she's <laughs> coming for Hollywood. And I do yeah. have to tell you that my husband was like, he said he saw it and he was like, what like doorknob like what does he mean? I know uh, like he, he knew he knew what he meant because like you know and like you know British I think it's British saying and like Australia saying suck a knob like we know what that means but he was like doorknob and like he just what the heck you know? yeah Ken Rock needs to think before he tweets but yeah. <laughs> but should we cancel him yeah I mean I think he's already canceled himself I don't yeah. I don't know what he's been doing recently I don't know either yeah. relevant. <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> But, I mean, we'll have some new song in the <gasps> next two weeks. Music and, video. And a music video and performances, and Ashley will be our on the ground at release week, you know. <laughs> Guys, I'm just so lost at what the heck even is going to go yeah, on. Yeah, so if so, you're going to release week, find us on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. DM us, let Ashley know what's what, invite her to all the parties. is direct message. Yeah. <laughs> if you're like my husband, I don't know what DM means. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, all's well that ends well. Oh. <laughs>